1: Well, hello and welcome to the Victoria Gold video and conference call to discuss the third quarter 2021 financial and operating results. Please note that listeners and viewers will be muted while the presentation is being delivered. And after the presentation, there will be an opportunity to ask questions. And to re- if you want to register a question during the presentation, please do so in the chat function and it will be answered in the Q&A session. Also note that the video call will be recorded and available for playback on the company's website. We will be making forward looking statements and I encourage participants to see our disclosure documents, including our corporate presentation and MD&A and the cautionary notes therein, which can be found on CDOR and the company's website. I will now Turn the meeting over to John McConnell, director and CEO, to discuss the operating results for the quarter. John?
2: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through the operating results for Q3. It's a bit of a reiteration. Um, well, we had record production in Q3 of over 55,000 ounces of gold. And this was 50%, 58% higher than the same period in 2020. I just remind people that this is an open pit heat bleach operation. And as is the case with all heat bleach uh, mines, there's a time lag between mining ore, stacking ore, and the ultimate production of dory. The record gold production achieved in Q3 Uh, was largely made possible by increased ore mining and stacking that occurred in the first half of 2021. Uh, This is important as ore mined and stacked on the heap leach during the third quarter were markedly higher than the comparable period in 2020. 3.1 million tonnes of ore was mined in Q3 compared to 2.1 million tonnes in Q3 of 2020. Or stacked on the leach pad was 3.3 million tonnes during Q3, which is 73% higher than the 1.9 million tonnes stacked in Q3 2020. These mining and stacking rates position the company well for gold production in Q4 2021 and into 2022. I would also like to point out that we estimate there is approximately 106,000 ounces of gold in inventory, most of which is on the leach pad at the end of the quarter. While these ounces are accounted for on the balance sheet on a cost basis, the market value today is approximately 250 million Canadian. Our sustaining capital spend for 2021 is on budget and our maintenance operating teams on site are very happy that the truck shop is near completion. This is expected to have an immediately positive impact on productivities. I will now turn the meeting over to Marty Rendell, our CFO, to summarize how these excellent operating results translate into financial results. Thank you, John. Uh, Good day
3: to all participants. Uh, With the record breaking production numbers outlined by John, combined with the continued robust gold price, uh, it stands to reason that we've experienced very good numbers across the income and cash flow statements. A reminder that uh, all the numbers I'll be mentioning are in Canadian dollars, unless US dollars are specifically referenced. Revenue during the third quarter 2021 was $120 million, which is 48% higher than the 81 million revenue from Q3 2020. Operating earnings during the quarter were 52 million, resulting in a hefty operating margin of 44%. Net income was $32 million in Q3, or $0.51 per share outstanding. Cash costs were $892 per ounce of gold sold. On a US basis, this is $708 per ounce over the third quarter. All-in sustaining costs for the quarter were $1,211 per ounce Canadian. And again in US dollars to compare to our peers, that's $961 uh, per ounce of gold sold. Production was lower during the first half of the year while unit costs, including all in sustaining costs were higher during the first half compared to the quarter we just completed. Therefore, over the nine months ended September 30, 2021, all in sustaining costs were 1,256 US per ounce. EBITDA or earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization was 68 million during the most recent quarter. Free cash flow over the quarter was 32 million or 52 cents per share. We also made significant principal repayments against our debt during the most recent quarter uh, of over 40 million. I'll now pass the meeting back over to John uh, for a little further discussion.
2: Yeah, I'd just like to make a couple general comments and then we'll be open for questions. And uh, as Lenora said, you can raise your hand. The COVID uh, pandemic is ongoing, and I believe the word ongoing is important. COVID continues to have a material effect on our business, and this will continue through 2022. Inflation has led to higher prices of almost everything, including labor and fuel, which are the two uh, major cost drivers for us employee turnover is high and many protocols from masking to distancing to travel restrictions remain in place. With all of these challenges in mind, we have delivered an outstanding quarter. This is the result of an exceptional team of people that I have the pleasure of working with at Victoria. On the exploration front, during 2021, we completed one of the largest programs in company history. We drilled deep holes at Eagle, well below the current reserve and resource. We undertook our biggest program to date, the Exciting Raven target. We also drilled early stage Lynx target and the ASOC Silver target. That said, uh, we have not released results to date. Delayed laboratory results are an annual challenge in our industry. However, this year, has been much worse than usual. As frustrating as this has been, results are now coming in and we anticipate being in a position to release exploration results in the near future. I'm not able to provide a lot of information with respect to 2022, as we are deep in our budgeting process at the current time, and we will issue production and cost guidance early in Q1 of 2022. I do want to briefly mention Project 250. We aim to increase annual gold production from Eagle Mine to 250,000 ounces per year by 2023. To achieve this, we plan to scalp fines from the crushing circuit, allowing increased capacity through the overall plant. We will also be adjusting our seasonal stacking plan to reduce the winter no stacking period. Detailed engineering on project 250 is underway and we're currently ordering long lead equipment and we look forward to providing further updates to the market uh, in the very near future. Uh, thank you all for attending. I will now open the meeting for questions.
1: Um, In order to ask a question, uh, please use the raise your hand function, which can be found in the menu bar.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details uh
1: we have a question from chris thompson
4: Hi, hey, good morning john uh Marty and team thanks for the uh, thanks for hosting the call Just a couple of quick questions, I guess. Um, I wonder if you could just uh, quantify some of the uh, inflationary pressures on operating costs that you're experiencing and and foresee experiencing uh, in terms of percentage.
2: I'll let Marty handle that one, although he looks like he's in the dark there. Yeah, the clouds have come over.
3: Uh, Chris, it's a good question. It's a little bit hard to answer, but we can give you a bit of an idea of what we're seeing. Um, John mentioned uh, that a couple of our major cost drivers are labor and fuel. Um, We've all seen the fuel prices and it's, uh, you know, 20 to 30% over top of our budget at at the current time. Obviously we'll work this into our 22 budgets, but uh, that's certainly affecting our costs. The labor side is a little stickier as we all know. Um, It is going up, it's getting more difficult to find people. And uh, turnover's been high. So labor is also creeping up and that will happen again uh, next year. But you're probably closer to 5 to 10% on labor. We're also seeing increases uh, across our consumables um, from lime to cyanide, uh, although not quite as much as on the fuel side. If I had to give you a number uh, of an estimate of inflation this year, uh, my estimate would be 10% over top of uh, what we had expected. And I would expect that to increase a little bit going into next year. Maybe it's uh, another 10% next year. So it's uh, it's some big numbers on the inflationary side.
4: Great, thanks Marty. And uh, I guess my next question would be, uh, yeah, how do you plan to operate through the winter uh, by way of um, uh, seasonal stacking? Uh, maybe, you can quite, maybe you can just quickly talk about that in the Q1. Yeah,
2: um, you know, we shut down for, uh, I think it was uh, close to nine weeks last year. We plan to reduce that to about five weeks this year. So the coldest month of the year, uh, we'll probably shut down uh, the end of the first week in January and get started stacking again, mid February. Um, that's as much predicated by some maintenance work we have to get done some annual maintenance and, uh, some belt replacements and that sort of thing, so it's much easier to bring in contractors to do that work and you know get a concentrated effort uh, around the maintenance for uh, that four or five. <coughs> weeks. But we, it's our intention to reduce from uh, you know eleven or twelve weeks down to five weeks uh, in twenty twenty two. Great, thanks, John. And then finally, just. Uh...
4: A little bit of color, I guess, on that uh, in-pad gold inventory. Um, When do you expect to see that sort of drawing down?
2: Um, I'll start and then I'll let Marty, but uh, I don't see that drawing down until uh, much later in the mine life. Uh, That's probably going to be pretty steady state uh, uh, for the next uh, foreseeable future. So you see it basically no net drawdown, but basically continuing to build? I don't think it'll go much higher. We're pretty much at steady state now. You know, we're stacking, uh, you know, roughly a million tons per month. And, you know, as long as we get uh, areas under leach, we draw the gold out. But I think the inventory will stay pretty steady at uh, roughly 100,000 ounces. Okay,
4: John. All right, thank you
2: for that.
1: Thanks, guys. Uh, how, do you, uh, how
2: do you see revenue per employee working out from last year to for the next two years? Marty, you want to... Uh, Sorry, was,
3: it, was that revenue per employee? Yes. Our employees are probably fairly uh, steady now. Uh, as we said, we're having a little bit of challenges on turnover, so We're probably 5 or 10% under where we'd like to be. We do not see that growing uh, very significantly over the next couple of years. Uh, so we might have 5 to 10% growth over the next couple of years in employees. And yet we're going to see our revenue grow significantly. Obviously, this is subject to a gold price. But uh, as John mentioned, we're working on Project 250. So as our gold production increases from close to 180,000 this year uh, towards 250,000 gold in 2023, that's some significant uh, revenue increases and in gold production. So revenue per employee uh, should increase significantly over the next couple of years. Thank you. Excellent.
1: And we have a question from John Tumazulz.
4: Thank you. Uh, John, could you try to characterize the normal seasonality? For example, for a 200,000 ounce trend rate, would it be something like 30, 60, 60, 60, 60,000 ounces quarterly? And when you expand to 300,000 tons in several years, would it be something like thirty? 90, 90,
2: 90 quarterly, or yeah, like no, that you know, can figure? Yeah, you know, John, the it'll actually be the second quarter that's our lower number because we're not stacking in the first quarter. So it's probably more like 60, 30, 60, 60 in that uh, area. As we look at the cash flow,
4: uh, the nine months had the big inventory accumulation as you referenced. Should we expect that the, the money comes out of inventory and goes into the treasury and that funds the current maturity of the debt without an external financing?
2: will let Marty feel that.
3: Yeah, John touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, the 100,000 ounces we now have on the pad Uh, really equates to a fully pregnant pad. So we expect the pad to remain approximately 100,000, perhaps for years now. Uh, Could it go up to 110, a little higher? Sure. Um, But we now expect it to roll. So this year, uh, you know, we spent tens of millions of dollars in working capital to build that inventory. Next year, that inventory will stay constant. And so what we produce next year should roll right into cash flow, which we can use to repay debt or for other uses.
4: So the operating cash flow roughly equal to capex for the nine months is normal. And it's next year that we'll have uh, the excess cash flow to to repay the current debt.
3: That's right. Operating cash flow should stay fairly normal but we won't have the working capital hit of 40 to 50 million. Uh, And so that's a positive difference going into next year, that 50 million working capital difference.
1: John, if I
3: could ask one more.
4: Your success heat bleaching in Canada is unique, but there's lots of projects in Canada O3 uh, Mining, Monita Gold, First Mining Gold all have these huge Ontario or Quebec deposits around a gram. Why aren't people coming to you to sh- asking you to show them how to heap leach in Canada? I <laughs> well, expected you to be a Pied Piper with 20 companies following you.
2: Well, you know, I, I think there's a difference in, in the... Uh, Jurisdiction there and mineralization, uh, as you know, most of the Yukon has not been glaciated and taken that oxide gold away. Whereas in Ontario, the glaciation has stripped off the oxidized gold, and you know they're really left with material that needs to be milled. Um, but I'm, you know, I have fielded a lot of questions uh, from eastern companies. Uh, about heat bleaching. We're looking
4: forward to the corporate development opportunities for you getting paid for your know-how, John. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, John.
1: Okay, we have a question from Rick. And the question is, Orion has been selling large blocks. Are you aware of who has been purchasing? BMO Nesbitt is also making large share transactions on the open market. And do we know who is selling and buying?
2: Um, We have a good idea uh, who has purchased the uh, Orion blocks, but it's not public information and buyers have the right to be uh, anonymous. Um, You know, I I would say you can ask that question to Orion.
1: Okay, and he has a second question and... It is, can you produce an updated chart of the large shareholders again like you did at the Denver conference?
2: Yes. uh, You know, I'm marketing next week and uh, we'll have an updated uh, shareholder list there that's uh, as good as we can get based on the information we have.
1: Okay. And his third question is, uh, did I miss the ounces produced for October? So I guess we just have to recap that.
2: We have not released the uh, ounces for October. Um, You know, that'll come out uh, probably early January when we release the quarterly production results.
1: Okay. And then there's another question here from Pennies. And um, what is your strategy with regards to delaying the release of the 2021 assay results?
2: Say that again? Is this what, talking about exploration results?
1: Yeah. So what is your strategy with regards to delay the release of the 2021 assay results?
2: Um, I wouldn't say there's any particular strategy. We're certainly working with the labs to try and expedite uh, uh, assay results, but uh, they're having a terrible time hiring people right now as well. Um, And all I can say is ask everyone to be patient, Uh, you know, once we have compiled uh, enough results that we think are newsworthy, we'll uh, release them.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, I don't see any more questions. If anyone has a question, they can raise their hand or put it into the chat function. Okay, it doesn't appear that we have any more questions, so I'll pass it back to John to close the session.
2: Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't really have uh, anything else to say other than uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll be uh, have another call at, uh, with, uh, you know, Q4 and year-end results probably in uh, mid-February. Thanks, everyone.